There is a lot of debate about using writing prompts with kids. Now, I'm going to go ahead and just say that if you are just handing your students prompts with zero guidance and zero direction, you will probably end up with a hot mess disaster of writing, and I 10 out of 10 do not recommend that. But I love using writing prompts, and in this episode, I am diving into how to use them effectively to grow your students into actual writers. I have had great success with using prompts in class, and I am sharing some actionable strategies to strengthen your students when it comes to writing, all while using writing prompts. But before we dive in, today is the one-year anniversary of this podcast, and I'm so excited. If you tuned in last week, I kind of gave you a little heads up that I'm going to be doing a giveaway over the next two weeks, so I'm going to talk about it really quickly, and then we're going to get into this episode. So the giveaway is going to happen over the next two weeks, ending Sunday, November 14th, 2021. All you have to do is leave a rating and a helpful review on Apple Podcast. Screenshot before submitting that review. We know how technology is, and so I don't want to rely on you writing an awesome review, clicking submit, and then me never seeing it in the actual reviews until months later. So screenshot before you submit your rating and review, and send me a direct message over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive, or you can email me at megan at theliteracydive.com. And if you have a favorite episode, screenshot and share it to your IG stories or to your in-feed post, and that will get you an extra entry, but do not forget to give me a tag so that I can see it and get you that extra entry. You could be the winner of a $50 Teachers Pay Teachers gift card or your choice of some of my resources. Now, let's get into writing prompts. Welcome to The Literacy Dive, a podcast for teachers who want to take a deeper dive into all things reading and writing. I'm your host, Megan Polk. My number one passion is, you guessed it, all things literacy and supporting teachers like you. Join me each week to learn teacher tips and actionable step-by-step strategies to help you grow as an educator. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Literacy Dive podcast, and today is the one-year anniversary, so I am a little bit extra excited about this episode today because it's happening on the one-year anniversary. I mentioned before that there is a giveaway happening, so be sure to just go to the beginning of this episode, get all of the details about what you need to do to be entered, And I am just thanking you all right now for your support over the last year of this podcast. Now, I'm excited about the episode today being on November 1st because I imagine kids everywhere, I can imagine them being eager, awaiting their teachers, showcasing the new month of writing prompts for them. I remember my second, third, fourth grade, fifth grade students entering my class ready to see what the new month had in store in terms of interesting days, writing prompts, and a variety of genres that they may or may not have really explored yet. I'm going to be leaving a link to my monthly writing prompts if you end up wanting to try using prompts in your school day but want to avoid coming up with them all on your own. So check the show notes for that link. 
But this episode is just going to be front-loading and sharing how I use writing prompts to cultivate student writers. Now, writing is a complex undertaking. Students may struggle with the process. Some kids may find generating and organizing ideas to be super difficult. And you're going to have other students who might truly be having challenges with the actual writing process or converting their thoughts into words on paper. Does this sound like some of your students? It probably does. Now, the thing is, is that you can help your students overcome these obstacles by encouraging them to write using writing prompts. Before I dive into topics, I like to just make sure that at the very beginning, we are clear with what my definition or what I think something is before I start talking about it. So I'm going to share really quickly what a writing prompt is. Now, a writing prompt is a short text. It could be images. It could be statements. It could be sentence starters that help students kickstart their writing process. And that mainly is tailored to the brainstorming and the drafting. Writing prompts also direct students' writing in specific ways depending on the genre. So depending on what style or form of writing it is, that's going to depict what style or form the writing the student should be doing should look like. Now, writing prompts are a useful strategy, and I'm going to share a few reasons as to why I love writing prompts. They offer students choice and opportunities to practice their writing skills, oftentimes in a very low-impact, non-stressful way, which is how we really probably envision our classrooms always being. Writing prompts also enable students to draw on and to write using their own ideas and their own experiences. So just think about that. When you're allowing students to be able to draw from their personal experiences, no matter what their response is to the prompt, it could vary greatly from somebody else's because they might have a completely different experience. It also encourages student creativity. Prompts do not always have to be focused on a personal narrative or an informational type of writing, and that's what I love most about writing prompts. It can allow students to dig deep into their imagination, and it can just breed a whole entire new world of writing for students. And so I don't like to box it in to those basic genres or types of writing that they are oftentimes tested on. A lot of the time, writing prompts, if chosen correctly, can increase interest in writing, which is ultimately what we want our students to get to. We want them to love writing, to enjoy the process, to not be scared to write. And so when choosing the right writing prompts and implementing them in your classroom, you can start developing this whole new interest in writing that was not there before. I also like that writing prompts can help direct student writing. And by this, I mean, this is where you can really get into narrative and what narrative structures look like, expository or informational writing, what those structures look like, persuasive opinion writing, what those structures specifically look like. So depending on what the prompt is asking, when you can narrow it down to the genre, it is going to help direct their writing, which is going to ultimately help them in all types of writing they come into contact with. And ultimately, I think I kind of touched on this before, but the reason that I really love them is because 
They allow students the chance to identify and explore different genres and styles of writing that may not be a part of your grade level standards. Now, the big key here is going to be that in order for students to write about writing prompts, they have to first understand writing prompts. I'm going to go more in depth with this, but ultimately to help build students' skills in reading and understanding a prompt, you have to spend time analyzing different types of prompts by discussing the kinds of questions students must ask themselves before they plan to write a response. When it comes to analyzing, you are solely focusing on reading the prompt and thinking about what the author of the prompt expects of you. During this phase, I do not focus on actual writing or written responses. There is going to be a time and place where students are going to be able to dive into writing, trust me, but in the very beginning when analyzing these prompts, I do not focus on writing at all. You can recycle that same prompt that you talked about and analyzed later on in the month or later on in the year and actually let your students respond in writing to that, but it's so important that you don't rush the process of analyzing by wanting to get straight into the actual writing. So here you're going to focus on thinking. You're going to focus on thinking about the prompt in the form of reading comprehension. If students have a clear understanding of what the prompt is asking of them, they will have a more successful chance of executing the task in writing. There are some questions that you can focus on before writing a single word And I highly encourage you to take some time to ask these questions to your students because the more you model these questions, you ask your students and you talk about this by way of a writing prompt, the more they're going to naturally start doing that on their own. So some of the questions that I like to focus on before writing a single word on a piece of paper is what form of writing is the prompt asking for? Now that question is going to help with analyzing the genre. And based on the clues and the keywords that you might see in that prompt, you can start helping your students understand that this prompt is focused around this particular genre and you want your kids to start expressing and explaining how they know. Figuring out what genre a prompt is wanting you to write to is the first step in actually doing a successful writing response to that prompt. Another question is, what ideas or arguments will the reader expect me to share? This is making them realize that they are expected to do something. They have to perform so that the reader on the other end of their paper is getting exactly what it is that they're asking for. So they're gonna ask themselves, what is expected of me? What would disappoint the reader? They have to put themselves in the shoes of their audience. Tagging on from that information, they can then ask themselves, would these points be good paragraph topic examples or just minor details? They'd have to really think about, can I develop an actual essay from this prompt and walk through the writing process with it at some point? This is the basis for making sure that you have strong points whenever you are responding to a question or a prompt for others to be able to read about. Another question is, what does the prompt expect me to do? This is simply, what is the outcome? What is my audience wanting from me? 
And that leads me into the final question that I like to make sure my students can answer, and that is who is the intended audience for your essay? This is going to play a part in how the writing is scripted, how it's developed, and how it is written so that it can be able to be tailored to the audience who is on the receiving end of it. Taking the time that's needed to simply walk through a variety of the prompts so that your kids understand how to think about them before writing is going to change your life. It is going to change the life of your students. A lot of the time, they do not do the thinking beforehand. They hear the prompt and then they immediately probably go into panic mode, not being able to clearly generate their ideas. They don't know where to start. They don't know where to retrieve information from. And then they just panic. So when you can teach them up front what to think about, they can start calming themselves by having a plan in place, by having a system, by having a strategy. And then they can start really thinking about what words need to be put together in order to answer the prompt for the reader. Now that students have a better understanding of prompts and how they work, they are now ready to start their writing. As with any new structure or strategy that you are hoping that your students internalize and can take ownership of, you must first introduce and model the strategy for your students. This means that you may not release them to write independently in the beginning, and that is okay. This is where I may differ from several people because some days my kids might not write a single thing, but it's more important that they are watching, they are participating, and they are learning what to do before I release them on their own to try it out. You might choose to respond in writing as a whole group, or you might even plan to do it in small groups where you are facilitating the writing, but this whole modeled structure is intentional and it's there for a reason to help your students with this process. It's helpful to have a process that they can walk through so that they can ensure that they are actually tackling the prompt and knowing what is expected of them and following through. So thinking aloud is the key to this. I know you might have heard think alouds before, and that is simply when you are stating your thoughts and thinking in terms that your students can understand, and you are explaining why you are doing something, why you're going to write or include something in particular, and you're modeling what your brain is saying because they can't hear your brain, so you have to speak your thoughts aloud. And that draws importance to the key aspects that you're wanting them to do too. So before you begin writing, help students to understand the purpose of writing prompts in the classroom. Refer to those intense mini lessons and the questioning that you already taught them and let them know that they can use those same questions when writing to respond to a prompt on their own. So questions like, what type of writing does this prompt need me to do? What are the key elements of the genre of writing? What details do I need to be sure to include or answer? Who is my audience? This is going to help them to understand the nature of the prompt and writing style that's required. And they're going to have to ask themselves, will I have to write in paragraphs? Am I going to have to generate a list? Do I need to create a poem? Do I need to share an opinion or describe something? We need kids to think about the purpose. The purpose of writing drives their written response. 
Once you've covered all that, then you have to model the strategy. After introducing the prompt and identifying the purpose, you're going to model the strategy using an example. Now, I like to display the prompt in front of the entire class. You can brainstorm, you can generate ideas for writing with the actual prompt that you're wanting them to do. And this is the first step of the writing process, and this must be shown to students so that they can begin doing it on their own before diving headfirst into a written response. Once those ideas are generated, you're going to write a sample written response with your students and allow them to see you writing the text. You're going to think aloud while you are writing as a way to model what students should consider when they are writing. Now, modeling is key. Do not skip over or rush this part of writing development. There is power in you being able to be the scribe and allowing kids to watch you develop a written response. They, of course, can chime in and assist you, but ultimately, we cannot expect of a child what we have not explicitly shown them how to do. Not modeling will bring about the risk of students not responding accurately, with them leaving out important criteria, and ultimately, leading to the lack of development in their personal writing skills. After you have modeled, and only after you've modeled, now you are ready to practice. Generating ideas from scratch is really, really hard. It's difficult. It's like if you told your students, write a narrative on anything you want. While we do value student choice, leaving it super open like that is going to stress out so many of your students And in the beginning stages of cultivating their writing craft, they're going to shut down. The prompt is helpful to narrow their choices and to begin having them focus on a certain topic. Now, within the topic, eventually kids can be given free choice and liberty to respond in their method of choice. But in the beginning, leading them with the structure is going to be super beneficial to them. They are going to experience success, and that is what we want them to experience. When their confidence is built, when they feel strong and successful, when they feel like they are achieving something, that's when you can start trying all other types of different writing skills that you've taught them. And let's just be honest, they're going to be way more excited or way more willing to want to try whatever strategy it is that you've already taught them. Now it is finally time to let students practice and use the strategy in their writing activities. Now, there are different places that you can embed these writing prompt practices, and I would keep this separate from the actual writer's workshop teaching block that I know so many of you have to implement. There is a reason for that. Again, with using this writing prompt type of writing, you are wanting to encourage your writers. You are wanting to get them excited. You're wanting them to find the joy in writing. You're wanting them to write unapologetically and you're wanting them to just be free and you're wanting them to try new things. This is not going to be in your structured writing block. And if this is not in your writing block, you are probably asking me, well, then when and where am I supposed to do this writing prompt style of writing in my day? And so that's what we're going to dive into right now. There are three places where you can for sure get this practice in, and then there's a fourth way that I'm going to share with you that is truly 100% optional, and I'm just going to share it because it might help or resonate with some of you. 
One of my absolute favorite ways to get this writing prompt practice in is during warm-up writing. This can occur in the morning as morning work. This can be maybe a part of your morning meeting time. This can be right before your actual writer's workshop writing block begins. Again, separate, but right before it begins. Or it could be during a time of the day where you just have seven to 10 minutes of time where you really can't go deep into a lesson, but you don't want to waste that time either. That is a great place to put a writing warm up. You are going to use specific prompts and encourage students to write a few sentences as a warm up activity. This is going to help your students to get their creative ideas flowing. It is going to help them to focus specifically on a topic. And it's going to be important to allow this time to be stress-free and a place where they can try new skills, make mistakes, practice on one certain element. This is practice, and it's going to transfer over into your actual writing block compositions, but this is just practice, and so you have to be so careful to allow this to be a safe time where kids can just write. You can grade for completion or for participation, but I personally do not focus on actual grades for this particular time of writing. I like to let kids find the joy in writing with no strings attached. Quick writes are another favorite implementation of mine, and I actually have a podcast episode all about quick writes. If you want to use those in your classroom, and you can check out episode nine to learn more about that. I will link to that in the show notes for you, but the idea is that it is quick. This doesn't and should not be perfect, and you just want to get kids thinking about the topic and generating a response, keeping those questions that you've already taught them in mind. It's going to help them to know that they do not need to craft a page-long essay. It removes the stress of writing for a long time. So you can use the quick write method along with your writing prompts for students to complete. You can also revert to them writing like a quick sentence. Kids can write a quick one-sentence answer to each question that's asked in the prompt because some writing prompts do ask them questions to answer. And those one-lined answers can later be used to further develop their outline and thesis for their actual written response. They can also write quick one-sentence answers to the main think questions that were discussed in terms of what has to be considered to answer that prompt. You can totally switch this up. See what your students are responding well to, and sometimes the variety is just really, really good for kids anyway. Something else that I love doing is partner writing. And partner writing can be used to help your students get acclimated to writing prompts. Again, this isn't necessarily for a grade. It is for practice. So letting kids work together with a buddy is an excellent strategy when first starting this whole idea of writing to specific prompts. Partner writing. This encourages student pairs to brainstorm, generate ideas, check and correct each other's writing work. They can also discuss and explain why they might choose to do or not to do something. So these are two peers that are completely figuring this whole thing out, but able to use each other for support. Writing pairs might choose to work on a response together, or they might opt to work on their own writing independently, 
but the key there is that they have support of a buddy if they have a question. You can determine what's best depending on the kids that you have in your class. You might want to try both methods, but whatever's most appropriate for your students is what I would recommend you to do or to try, but partnerships are powerful. This fourth way that you can embed writing prompts into your day or to give your students practice, it is optional. So I'm going to say it really quickly again. This is optional, but I'm still going to share it because if you are like me and have had parents every single year who have emailed you requesting additional practice for their kids to do at home, this is going to be a perfect place where you can embed writing prompts. Using writing prompts for homework or independent writing is a great solution for those parents. It's going to encourage a free style of writing and it's going to encourage lots of creativity without the pressure of being right or wrong. It provides more exposure and that's gonna help them in the long run. So I am not saying to go and assign your students writing prompts for homework that's going to be graded or they're going to be um, have a consequence if they don't do it. That is not what I'm saying. But if you do have those parents who are constantly wanting more writing practice, more reading practice, more math practice, this is a great place to allow your students just to freely write and practice some of those skills. The main advantage of incorporating writing prompts into your classroom is going to be that students are going to gain confidence. They are going to gain confidence in their writing ability and in different genre styles, as well as their own writing skills. That is what we need. That is what we want. That is going to move them forward into trying harder things and to tackling harder prompts. Now, if you are ready to incorporate daily writing prompts with your students, I would love for you to check out the set that I have. They were designed for the disengaged, unmotivated, and for that child that just did not find the joy in writing. These specific prompts break the barrier of writing being hard to writing being exciting. And I incorporated interesting national and world days along with various writing genres to develop creative writing prompts. And each day offers student choice and kids have improved their willingness to want to write along with their skills by way of these writing prompts. I am linking to the writing prompts in the show notes. And no matter when you're tuning into this podcast episode, like right now in November or later in the year or next year in February, there will be a month available for you to try. As a quick recap, we discussed what a writing prompt is, the importance that your students understand a writing prompt. They know exactly what the prompt is asking of them, what the genre is, and how they are expected to respond that modeling is important, take the time to model, to ask questions, and to think aloud with certain prompts before you have your students write. And then once you are ready, have your students begin the practice of writing prompts. And this can be done as a warm-up writing activity, as a quick write, with partner groups, with partner writing, And you can even support your students by way of these writing prompts going home with them, especially if parents are asking for additional support. Writing prompts really help students to get comfortable when it comes to responding in a variety of ways. It helps them to generate their ideas, to know what their audience expects of them, 
And this should be a way where students can just practice the exploration with very low stress and no worries at all. Next week, we are going to continue our discussion of writing prompts. Maybe you have writing prompts up and running in your classroom, but they seem to be stressing you or stressing your students out. We are going to dive into some helpful reminders and tips to ensure that writing prompts are running smooth for you and for the intended purpose that you are incorporating them, which is to develop your writers. I cannot wait to chat with you next week about that. One last quick reminder, do not forget to enter my one-year anniversary giveaway where you could be the winner of a $50 Teachers Pay Teachers gift card or your choice of some of my reading and writing resources. If you have questions about writing prompts, send me a message and let's chat about it. Writing prompts are my jam, and next week we will dive into more. Talk to you then. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Come hang out with me over on Instagram at The Literacy Dive. I would love to hear from you in my DMs. If you are enjoying this podcast, be sure to hit that follow button and share this with a friend. I'll catch you in the next episode.